Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glory to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Anupam Srivasa Prabhuji from Mayapur. And today Prabhuji will enlighten for Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 26, Verse 18. Yes, yes, Mahdi, thank you. Okay, so we'll start from the people. So, Jaya Radha Madhava, Jaya Kunja Bihari, Jaya Radha Madhava, Jaya Kunja Bihari, Jaya Gopi Jana Vallaha, Jaya Gilgadeshari, Yesodanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandavanandav
योजनेता स्वयं विभाज्य Sacrifice others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment 
verily eat only sin all food is given to us by the supreme personality of god ekro bakunam yogati kama the lord supplies everyone with the necessity of life therefore we should acknowledge his mercy by performing yagya sacrifice it is the duty of everyone indeed the sole purpose of life is to perform yagya according to krishna bhagavad gita chapter 3 verse 9 yajnanartho karmano anyatra loko ayam karma bandhana tat artham karma kon kreya mukta sanga samarthana work then as a sacrifice for vishnu has to be performed otherwise work binds one to this material world therefore o son of kunti perform your prescribed duties for the satisfaction and in that way you will always remain unattached and free from bondage if we do not perform yajna and distribute prasad to others our lives are condemned only after performing yajna and distributing the prasad to all dependents children jamans and old men should one eat however one who cooks only for himself or his family is condemned along with everyone he sees after that he is put into the hell known as kuri bhojan ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾ ಶ್ರೀಮತಾ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ನಮ ಓಂ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಪದಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ದೇವಿ ಗೌರವಾಣಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯ ದೇಶತಾರಿಣಿ Hare Krishna. So, today's verse, for I would say that this chapter 26 of Canto 50 is going on. Canto's name is, this Canto is created in British, and the chapter 626, the description, the description of the hellish planet. so as the verses going on with this chapter you can see that various types of health are described that how a sinful man goes to different health or in different ways he is punished by the assistance of yamraj so how we are so he suffer different reactions accordingly the way he acts so there are different classes of people somebody can someone think oh we don't believe in god we are a thief who have seen this next world who have seen them this kind of punishment which you are telling about nothing such exists and there are different class of people who 
agree or who are afraid of mixed words. They are afraid of this scripture injunction that, oh, we have to do some pious activity so that we can be saved from the future punishment in hell. And there is another class who are, who are engaged in the understanding of the absolute truth. So if we talk about the class who don't believe in this thing, one can think, oh, I am independent. Uh, whatever I want, I do. Whatever I wanted, I achieved in my life. Or whatever way I want to mold my life, I mold it. So, in this context, when the person thinks foolishly, considering that he is himself a doer, but he fails to understand that actually the, the, everything is car actually carried out by the nature. It sticks quickly under the control of the laws of material. So, because he, that I am the doer, because he have done something and achieved the result, he may think, yes, I am the doer of such and such thing. I can hold it. I can command it. But if we see closely that is the birth a control thing, like which place I want to take a birth, if it could be, then everybody wants, must have wanted to take birth in the very richest house, very opulent family, but it doesn't happen. The person is born maybe in a handicapped situation, maybe not in a very good state of health. So if one can really control these things, so why can't he control? Or okay, he is not yet that developed with the consciousness, so his mother can control. Why uh, any mother would would like to give birth to an unhealthy child or a dead child. But still, the person thinks everything is under my control. I can control. So things are moving around according to my desires. So in this chapter, we are seeing that if the person is ignoring the scriptural injunctions, then he has to face or suffer the repercussions of that those actions. He has to face it. Cannot ignore that, no, I don't want it. So, <clears throat> it is a saying that in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that nature works under his superintendence. Some people think, oh yeah, nature is there, very beautiful nature, how things are working in such a good coordination, the sun is rising, the moon is coming, giving sunshine, moonshine, everything is there, rivers are there, big mountains, greenery, and the house cycle moving, the animals are getting things to eat, birds are chirping around. So, people may believe in nature, but it's a common thing if there is something, if there is some law or some nature, then there must be some lawmaker. Matter cannot, can never work automatically without a living hand. If we see some automatic machine, so there must be some programming behind it. 
one cannot say, oh, this is automatic machine, so it's running automatically since time in memory. We don't know, it's just automatic. If something is automatic, then there must be some programming behind it, and there must be somebody who did that programming. Automatic car, automatic machine. So there is some programming fit in that machine. And Krishna is, is accepting or saying that, yes, admitting that this this nature is working under his superintendence. So nature is just is only a power, and behind that power is a powerhouse and a brain. Just if we see like electrical power, so there is an electrical power. We see that electricity is flowing in our room. The light is on. The fan is on. So electricity is there. So behind, if we see oh electricity only. Electricity it is there. No, but that electricity is coming out, coming at my house from some powerhouse. And and in that powerhouse, from where that electricity is coming at my house, so in that powerhouse, everything is conducted by the brain of the resident engineer, who has just arranged everything in that this electricity can reach to my house and to other places also. So material nature also works nicely. So it's not like blindly or by accident that it happened accidentally. That it is happening accidentally. The sun is coming, rising, getting sunshine. The summer is coming, winter is coming. Everything this nature is going on accidentally. So it's not like that. Even the Vedic and the Atharva Ved, same thing is confirmed that it is only under the superintendence of God that all the natural laws are conducted. So maybe one is a, if one is a science background, so one may, yeah, one may can see many physics laws, laws of gravitation, this law, that law, but all the laws ever if we are able to perceive or we are able to see or we are able to appreciate that there behind the law maker also. So now the next aspect comes that in this material world everyone is controlled by the laws of nature, regardless of who he is. Maybe he's a human being, demigod, animal, tree, plant, whoever is controlled by the laws of nature. And behind that natural control is Supreme Personality of God and Krishna. Is Krishna confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 9.10? Krishna is confirming the same in 9.10 Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> that this nature is working in the rim. This material nature is working in the my direction and producing all living and non-moving beings. So the nature, this machine, natural machine is working under Krishna's control. So now what happens? What happens that the living entity or the, the living entities is transmigrating from this species to that species? Why it is happening? In Bhagavatam 5th canto, the same canto, 11th chapter, the initial verses state that because the mind is absorbed in desires for pious or impious activities, which further get subject to lust, anger, so one gets attracted to that some, sense, some kind of sense enjoyment. And now, the mind gets mind is conducting some goodness, passion, ignorance, these kind of modes. Mind conducts activities. Eleven senses are there, five material elements are there. So all these sixteen items the mind is chief. Now this mind brings about birth in different types of bodies. Maybe among demigods, human beings, animals, birds. So when mind is situated in a higher or lower position, it accepts accordingly that higher or lower material body. 
So the living entity is transmigrating among 84 lakh species due to mines being polluted by certain material qualities. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that the spirit soul is completely under the control of Maya and being carried away by its waves. And that's what Krishna is saying in Bhagavad Gita. That this bewildered this bewildered spirit soul under the influences of the three modes of material nature, goodness, fashion, ignorance, himself considering or thinking that I am the doer of activity, which are actually carried out by nature. So because of this mind, which is the center for accepting the dictations of this material nature, in this way the living entities is carried away in different types of body continuously, continuously, millennium, millennium after millennium. In Chaitanya Chaitanya, it says Krishna Bhuli say Jiva Anadi Bahir Mukha Atteva Maya Tare Deya Samsara Dukha Because of living entities forgetfulness of Krishna one is bound by the laws of material nature. You can think oh why I am the eternal part and parcel of Krishna, why this laws of material nature hampering me? Because the forgetfulness of Krishna. Because living entities forgetful or forget forget Krishna, that's why it is bound of material nature. In ninth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam becomes a verse as we know about Ramayan, how Ravan kidnapped Mother Sita, then Ram rescued Sita by killing Ravan. So there comes a verse that when Ramachandra, Lord Ramachandra, fixed an arrow to his bow aimed at Ravan, so he releases the arrow. And that arrow pierced Ravan's heart with like a thunderbolt. So Ravan is vomiting blood from his ten mouths and fell from his airplane. So Ravan fell from his airplane and there comes an analogy like Ravan fell from his airplane just as a pious man falls to earth from the heavenly planets when the results of his pious activities are accepted. Like Ravan fell from his airplane just as a pious man fell and falls to the earth all stores from the heavenly planets when he, when the results of his pious activities are exhausted. People are very much interested in pious activities. Oh, let's do some charity, let's do some noble cause, let's do some social cause, let's do some political work, let's do something, something. And let's achieve some heavenly planets. But what will happen after that? Credits when they get exhausted, one will fall back to the earth. So in that purpose, to that verse, Srila Prabhupada mentioned that when the results in the pious activities get exhausted, so those who have enjoyed in the heavenly planets fall again to earth. Now Ravan, he was raised to such an exalted position as the king of a great kingdom with all material opulences. But because he kidnapped Mother Sita, so results of his pious activities got, got destroyed. He offended the Supreme Personality, became most abominable. So he fell down. So that's why it is advised that one should never one can think, oh, if we do pious activities, then we'll go to heavenly planet and then come back. If we do impious activity, then we'll go to the lower planet. So what to do? We should not do good things. We should not do pious things. The Prabhupada advice in that verse, Prabhupada 
that one transcend both pious and impious activities. One transcend both pious and impious activities and remain in the pure state of freedom from designation. Sarvopadi vinir muktam tak prasvena nirmalam. Getting free, freedom from all the designations. I am a good person, I am a bad person, I am this person, I am that person. Think from all designations. And one one fixes in devotional service is above that material platform. Because Ravan, he was very powerful, he was very opulent in the material world. But there, that was not a very secure position. Because he was still bound by his results of his karma. He said, karma, karma na deva netrain. So, here, there also Prabhupada reminds that we should not forget that we are completely dependent on the laws of nature. should not forget that we are dependent on laws of nature. So, one should not be proud of one's exalted position. Oh, I am this and that, I am having every facility, I am a very, very scholar, a very good person. I'm this and that, I'm having everything. So one should not feel proud of one's exalted position and act like Ravan, thinking oneself independent of material nature's law. There is a very interesting verse in seventh canto, Shrimadhajatam, that one As soon as one begins his activities for happiness, as soon as one begins his activities for happiness, his conditions for distress begin. Very, this sounds very interesting. That one is trying or beginning his activities for happiness. That yes, I want happiness and let me begin my activities. So his conditions of distress begin. So it sounds very surprising what is happening. I'm, I'm trying to endeavor for happiness and I'm, my journey for distress is beginning. Because this is a material world. This is a dual world. Happiness is coming. The distress is coming side by side. If we see that this body is just like an instrument. So the living entity moves according to the false desires for happiness and thus ultimately suffers the birth, old age, death and disease such a painful journey of birth in the living entities in the womb of mother the worms are biting this pad in a pad position in a pad bag is kept so this uh, thing is happening that the one is acting with the false ego, inkara, limudatma, karta, amiti, manyati. So, as for his all conditions, he's thinking he can improve material conditions by his activities. And whereas Vedas say, or enjoin that, one should not try to increase happiness or decrease distress. For this is futile. Now we are having limited time. Let us say, we are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. Now how much time we left? we are left with, with this body? Also, how much one should endeavor for economic development? How much one should endeavor for grabbing the happiness? So, Because without endeavoring, one can get the amount of happiness and distress which is destined. So one cannot change it. So Prabhupada's advice in that word that one should not waste his valuable time. One should not waste his valuable life as a human being. It is better to utilize this life for developing Krishna consciousness without ambitions for so-called happiness. 
Bhagavatam teaches very deeply that we see a living entity, what he desires. He desires comfort for his body, make plans for this purpose. Oh, how I can spend a very comfortable life. But actually, this body is the property of others. How? Because they, this body is meant to be eaten by dogs, chattels, or moths, thus turned into useless tool, ashes, or earth. So that's why the living entities should not waste its time in a futile attempt to gain material possessions for the comfort of one body after another. Now, coming back to this point that okay, we don't have to do pious activities, we don't have to do impious activities. So, what's next? We should transcend this both pious and impious activities. Now, how to transcend? Uh, so, how how to make it So, any ideas how to make it? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I was uh, looking forward for some. Yeah, yeah, Mataji. I'm just asking any ideas that how can we transcend these pious and impious activities? You're asking us how can we transcend the pious and impious uh, situation we are in? Yes, yes, Mataji. I mean, stay in association of devotees. <laughs> Because we hear sometimes that devotees yeah. are more merciful than even, devotees are more merciful than even Krishna. Yes, yes. And then of course Srila Prabhupada, I was hearing one story where there was one Mataji who told Srila Prabhupada that, uh, uh, you know, like uh, she was mentioning that, uh, you know, I have this problem with devotee, that problem with devotee and this, that. But I like you Prabhupada and I like Krishna very much. So then Prabhupada told that Mataji that, uh, you know, like, uh, why are you making hard for yourself to go back to the spiritual world? Because there, there will be a lot of devotees. So you make adjustments because everybody has different nature. And you get along with devotees, stay in association of devotees. And then, you know, it will be easy for you. Easy boat will be there. Because devotees will guide you in, you know, in the right way, not in the materialistic way. Because they are so um, closely connected to Krishna. So... Um, so, uh, Prabhupada advised Mataji that to, you know, always stay in association of devotees and then continue with the bhakti because in isolation we cannot do bhakti. Uh, that will be like, you know, I mean, very dangerous actually. So, um, yeah, so once we are connected to devotees, then, you know, I don't know whether it answers your question, Prabhuji, maybe it didn't, I don't know. Just had this comment. Yeah, so it's correct, and I mean, in one sense, and so to add on in this, Srila uh, Shukdev Goswami advised Maharaj Parikshit in the beginning of the second canto that every conditioned soul should engage himself in hearing and chanting the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. That every conditioned soul should engage himself in hearing and chanting the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. So Srila Shukadev Goswami is advising Maharaj Parikshit. Maharaj Parikshit who is about to leave the body. We are also about to leave the body like Maharaj Parikshit. He was having death note things. We are not having that even. So we, we, we may think, oh, Parikshit Maharaj was having seven dedicated days and nights. 
but we don't know how many days and nights we are having. But is advising that one should engage himself in hearing and chanting the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. In Krishna book chapter 19, Srila Prabhupada says that these transcendental pastimes of the Lord are so powerful that by simply hearing, reading, memorizing this book, Krishna, because Krishna book is the pastimes of about the all the activities that summarized from the tenth canto to Krishna book. So Srila Prabhupada is saying that this book, that simply by if one hears it, reads it, or memorizes book Krishna, one is sure to be transferred to the spiritual world, which is ordinarily very difficult to achieve. Because the description of these pastimes of Krishna are so attractive that it automatically gives us an impetus to study repeatedly. The more we study, the more we become attached to Krishna. This very attachment to Krishna makes one eligible to transfer to his abode because when we are attached to Krishna, we, we hankers to, to attain, that, attain his abode. We want to go, to go back to Krishna. So whatever we just heard or just narrated with today's verse is that there, there is, this material world is, is so difficult to cross with these stringent laws of material nature. Everybody is bound with these laws of material nature. But these stringent laws of material nature cannot check the progress of one who is attracted by the spiritual nature. So these stringent laws of material nature cannot check the progress of one who is attracted by the spiritual nature. Because Krishna is himself confirming this in Bhagavad Gita. That this stringent law is also very difficult to overcome. But one who surrenders unto him can very easily cross over this Nisan. As there is no influence of material nature in the spiritual world. So, yes, what Mataji also shared that in the association of devotees, we are hearing, chanting, these transcendental pastimes of Lord. So, in the in today's verse, Prabhupada also, Srila Prabhupada is specifying that devotees are free from sins because they are offering to Krishna. They are released from the sins. He is quoting Bhagavad Gita's third, 13th verse of third chapter that devotees of Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is first offered for sacrifice. First, because one can say, oh, you are saying you are uh, that we are killing animals to eat, but you are also killing the plants to eat. That we are offering that to Krishna. And Krishna says what to be offered and what not to be offered. Ninth chapter. 26 verses in Patram Pushpam Palam He's not talking about non-vegetarian items. He's not talking about killing animals just offer me. If we need that, he can say what he's saying. So, that is what the devotee's life is meant about. They're free from sin because they are offering to Krishna. They're working for Krishna. And ninth verse also, the same chapter third of Bhagavad Gita. It was done as a sacrifice for Vishnu. Because if it is not done as a sacrifice, then it will bind to the material world. So, so perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction. For Krishna's satisfaction, one is performing his activity. By that, one will be unattached and free from bondage. So, in the world that, that uh, uh, can you say again, to uh, about your voice is breaking. You are asking about uh, 
uh, the, the good and bad reactions, how to get rid of so Krishna. I just thought of that Krishna's verse in chapter 9, so that was he saying that whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer, so just do as an offering to me. Yes, Karoshi. Whatever. Yes, Karoshi, you do whatever you do. Yes. Nasi, whatever you eat. Yes, Juhosi, whatever you offer. Dadasi, you give away. Yes, yes. Kapasiti. Whatever, whatever austerities you perform, Kuntaya, Osan of Kunti, that Kurusha, do must unto me, Arpanam, so Arpanam as an offering to me. So, yes, that, in even that verse, uh, Srila Prabhupada says that, Krishna says, give, says, give it to me. Because everybody is having some tendency to give something in charity, do something. So, and eating, one cannot stop eating. I mean, if we see the life of a devotee, what we are doing, the people think, oh, you are Hare Krishna, you are leaving this, you are leaving that, you are leaving that. But what we are leaving, actually, we are adding Krishna in our lives. We are not leaving. We are not leaving eating, people think, oh, what you will make without any garlic, eating everything, Chinese, Italian, everything is there. Now, in Mayapur, the devotees from worldwide coming here, residing here, so everything is available without onion garlic that is offerable to Krishna. So, so, has to eat. Everyone has to eat something to live. So, one should just offer food touch to Krishna and then take prasad. So, whatever like we are having, whatever life we are spending, we just try to get mold in such a way that we'll not forget Krishna in any circumstance. So nowadays even people are very much like inclined to meditation process. Meditational yoga or this, they have to meditate. So because one is very much disturbed in today's anxiety, in today's disturbances in the society. People are very short-tempered, very angry. Even if one is trying to do things nice, but the opposite party is not doing things in a proper way. So one, what can one do? So we're having a very nice process. We're having our beat back. We're having our beats. We are having Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So we can chant, we can read about Krishna, we can hear about Krishna. We are having some nice devotees who are always enthusiastic to hear, talk about Krishna, to share about Krishna. Yes, Shruti. Any other devotee would like to say something on? Just want to thank you, Prabhuji, for the wonderful class. So many quotations you gave, and uh, you know, for uh, from different uh, books, very encouraging to us because you know you quoted from Bhagavad Gita, Chaitanya Charitamrit. Very encouraging us to you know read all these books gradually, systematically, you know, like uh, and uh, so there's so much in Prabhupada has given us so much from his books. It's amazing. It's like foundation of ISKCON, you know, the books are like the foundation. 
थैंक यू प्रभु जी Prabhu ji, you were mentioning about Parishad Maharaj, right? In seven days, he did, we do, we don't have seven days. He only had seven days. So, uh, but you know, like Parishad Maharaj was already so much Krishna conscious. He had seen Krishna in the womb of his mother, right? So I heard that from that time mm-hmm. onwards, he was always very uh, uh, in a restless situation. He was waiting that when he will go back to Krishna. so that bhav he had because he had already actually seen krishna and our situation is we are in the material world and we are also seeing krishna by reading prabhupad's books you know we don't desire to see krishna like shri prabhupad said uh, one person asked him i want to see krishna so he says you don't uh, attempt to see krishna you you know you uh, read about krishna and in the process do the bhakti you know like regulative principles everything and uh, you know when time will come things will be revealed so um last part i'm just adding i don't know this but prabhupad said that you know you read the books you don't see krishna this much i know i i heard uh, from prabhupad's lectures so um, yeah but then other situation is that you know how purely are we doing our bhakti um that is a that is a big question mark you know uh, how much purity we are maintaining how much we are associating with pure devotees because association of pure devotees really can transform our life and um, uh, like um, and, and and whenever i hear this about parikshit maharaj i always like one line uh, that you know since he had seen krishna all in his life he was just waiting you know to uh, kind of go back to krishna and uh, so you know this uh, this uh, this incidents it was it is nothing no big deal incidents where he put the snake on that um, you know uh, that boy's father rishi just because um, and it was a dead snake also it was not even a live snake and for that he was cursed and i think like as if he knew that uh, you know because uh, uh, like everything is nothing is like um, or was i hearing uh, sometime back um, nothing happens by chance like that in krishna consciousness you know so it was as as if it was like kind of destined you know to happen and he was so happy that okay like i've been cursed now he could have counteracted but he didn't so we learn so much from this that how uh, people who are uh, you know parikshit maharaj is such a pure devotee are connected to krishna then they you know it doesn't matter to them what who's cursing them or what is going on they have no attachment to big kingdom and their life is so pure and uh, so wonderful that you know and hearing bhagavatam uh, for the seven days day and night without even eating or uh, sleeping properly was like such a amazing um, you know so thank you for sharing what parishit maharaj because uh, you know like from our class we should take something every day in the morning uh, from the morning class uh, you know something should be taken from the class even from the uh, bhagavatam verse you read uh, like you talked about uh, you know that uh, give example of uh, food like you know should off, offer a need because and it's quite uh, you know like i mean i'm i'm just thinking in the translation it is saying that uh, you know if you don't share with people older people and all then also chances are that that we can go to hell so it's so important to hear this because at least we should have that fear in us that you know that uh, whatever is cooked should be offered to krishna and, and it should be uh, shared among all the family members and then we can partake the honor the prasadam so uh, but if that is not done uh, so it doesn't matter we are practicing devotees uh, and yesterday also we were reading about the fact that even killing a small little uh, insect you know we are liable for karma and uh, and i think like it doesn't matter whether we are devotee or not or we are like practicing krishna consciousness or not but uh, the punishment will anyway and how come if we don't follow you know so um, so bhagavatam is really giving us a precaution of uh, i'm reading these verses first time so for me i'm really uh, um, you know excited about it and trying to note down everything so we can 
you know, really be very serious about not killing anything and only eating prasadam. And we are fortunate to hear this in the beginning of the year because, you know, some, some of us make these vows that, okay, we'll do this, we'll do that. So even if we do make them, it's good because, you know, at least, um, uh, you know, we remember that uh, around New Year's time we heard this class and we are hearing about these punishments and hopefully our memory is so short-lived but we can remember this and, you know, be more cautious about all these things because the Bhagavatam is giving us caution, uh, caution against so many things now because we, you know, so many punishments are there otherwise. And I didn't know that so much detail is there on of all these small, small things also. Like, I mean, I, it's, um, it's not small actually, it is a big thing because, you know, if, uh, like, if we think of killing an ant or, you know, or like having prasadam, uh, I mean, not having food which is offered, so, or, or shared, you know, so there is a punishment for that also. So that is very, very, uh, uh, you know, as practitioners, we can understand, but if this is told to someone outside, maybe they will not take it positively. They will say, oh, well, what punishment, you know, just because we are not having prasadam, you know, what sin, they will talk like that. But we understand that, you know, uh, uh, Srila Prabhupada wants us to be like a lotus, you know, on, uh, lotus so, you know, it is so pure, it doesn't, even the water dripples down and falls. So we should be like that in the, you know, so Prabhupada wants us to become more and more pure. So he's teaching us through his books. So it's really wonderful. Thank you, Prabhuji. I spoke a little bit because I was very encouraged by your class. You are a very young devotee and then, you know, you're giving such nice classes. And uh, we are very, very fortunate to Sarvadik Prabhu for introducing you here. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that you were able to take a class in spite of the fact that we had another speaker who was not able to come. So thank you for taking it last minute. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I was. Yeah, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, Prabhu. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, I, I was like, uh, this uh, first session. Uh, the punishment for the sinful activities. I was uh, trying to impress upon some karmi uh, on this, and uh, he was kind of furious. So, then I thought, this uh, how much of ignorance they are in, this uh, lot of karmi people with lot of uh, false ego. So, then I read that uh, chapter 16, uh, then uh, I read that verse, uh, Krishna said, Atma Sambhavita Stabdha, Hanumana Madanvita. They are basically this, they, are, uh, uh, they think they have achieved something, a little bit of uh, wealth and prestige, and then they are Atma Sambhavita, they say, I am self-sufficient, I am great. And uh, Stabdha, and all they, uh, they do not want to take in more lessons, because they that block, that false uh, ego has blocked that path of taking in new lessons. Uh, they are not able to ascend higher. And dhanavana madanita, that false ego for because of wealth, a little bit of wealth and uh, some false prestige. I was reflecting and uh, now, uh, so I, as, as I also heard, like you also were saying, that. Um, um, uh, Gopal Krishna Goswami trying to preach on some somebody uh, with these verses in uh, uh, in the airport and he was scared he ran away. Uh, nobody wants to. Uh, the karmi is there. We are in the consciousness of enjoy bodily consciousness, enjoy life uh, with the body. They, they, they are scared of death and these uh, things. But it was their part of our culture a uh, few generations back. When uh, somebody died, they used to give the Garud Puran to the uh, to the family. So they actually led that, uh, wanted, I mean, made that occasion to reflect upon uh, the to reduce sinful activities and to increase uh, piety in their life. Uh, so this is, I just reflecting as uh, a comment. 
that they think that the passion and ignorance is the enjoyment in life you know the very fact that they are in ignorance they are like happy with that yes we have i'm i'm living in ignorance and i don't want to know about all these punishments i am a good person one should be nice to the other one one should give charity to people uh, feed the poor people not prasadam just food like that you know donate do this that everything connected to the material world because they are so hooked to the material world so uh, yes prabhuji likewise i also face a lot of people like that and the only place where i can share uh, you know is among devotees that uh, we are so blessed to you know uh, understand uh, like uh, not to be attached to you know and even if you think of it lord brahma like you know first he was all in darkness when he came out from the navel of vishnu and then he heard the word tapa tapa means he was supposed to do it then he meditated and only after meditation after doing some kind of a tapasya then you know he was given that duty as a main main creator is uh, uh, vishnu krishna only but you know still after he had to do so there is tapasya in this uh, in in the world i mean you know we follow four regulative principles it's kind of a tapasya austerity you know like we don't uh, addict we don't addicted to tea we don't want to have food with onion garlic there's so many things so uh, you know life is actually meant to love god go back to godhead and uh, just uh, uh, not meant for uh, enjoyment krishna's enjoyment is our enjoyment that is the thing but for the karmi people the world enjoyment is their enjoyment and once in a while on janmashtami they will come to the temple and visit you know so mm-hmm. yeah the prabhu that you want to yeah you want to tell the krishna the philosophy krishna consciousness deeper beyond the janmashtami festivities uh, eating prasad and some dance and some drama beyond that if you go they will not get into that uh, the four regulatives principles and then uh, that i i was thinking about what you were saying and then i recollected i was thinking about the dwash pulad maharaj said exactly about this situation then motirna krishna parata satava mito vipad deta griha pratana adanta gavir vishatam tamisham puno punas charvita charvananam so the you are trying somebody close or somebody distant they are all trying to tell krishna is take to krishna consciousness and give, go, get, get out of the cycle of birth and then they don't hear yes and prabhuji like the four regulative principles no like illicit relation i mean once you are married okay you can have whatever life with your husband your spouse right so isn't that good thing to tell don't take intoxication people take intoxication and they get so much of headache if they don't take tea so isn't that good thing prabhupada is given gambling shouldn't we be satisfied and content with whatever krishna has given us you know he's given us food shelter everything and then fourth one is um, meat eating i mean there is so much i mean if we calculate the amount of preparation can only be made from milk it's amazing milk sweets paneer curd you know so much can be made and uh, we all devotees are relishing that so we are trying to you know understand that this is so good but uh, you know how uh, it's almost like a you know a pig life a pig life a pig is in the gutter eating you know uh, one time propa said if you give them halwa a pig he will not relish it such a powerful statement propa has given us it just suddenly reminded me because if you are thinking like when we getting frustrated these people are not taking so prabhupada gave us an example it's like actually they are like pigs they they are like rotting here in the material world they want to eat uh, stool you know but they don't want to if you give them halwa they they will not eat it because you know they want fresh stool to eat so this is how human beings are it's yeah, just that they are on two they are on two legs and those animals are on four legs yeah. but those animals who are on four like we just read yesterday bhagavatam that those animals don't get karma like shibadrani prabhu mentioned 
those animals don't get karma whatever they eat you know but the cow is so pure that i heard that even if cow you know you uh, give them the the chara the uh, this thing and if you put like a meat piece in it the cow will not have it it can sense that there is uh, animal so cow is so worshipable and krishna loves the cow so that that animal and people are eating here beef you know like so much beef they eating do they realize that the cow is so intelligent animal that you know without even it doesn't even need any preaching or anything it's just that it's favorite of krishna and grass yes prabhu ji yeah there is a there is a guna they have picked up krishna says right purusha prakriti stoy bhumte prakriti jan gunan karanam guna sangasya sadasad jani janma that joni that species they have got that bird they have got because they are associated with that guna in the past so accordingly they have gotten the uh, within humans also there are four lakh species right so they are so many depending on consciousness so uh, so they would have uh, been in that consciousness they enjoyed the previous body in their enjoyment so called enjoyment not an intelligent enjoyment uh, with krishna but uh, uh, so they, they, so they accordingly to, took another body in the same consciousness So the meat eating continues. So uh, the only way is uh, profound and uh, mercy and wait, wait for mercy. Hari Nam. Papi tapi jato chilo Hari Nam me udhari lo tar sakhi jogai matai. Sorry, I was taking taking lot of time. No, yes, Prabhuji, thank you for sharing. Like I know Prabhuji, like I had gone to India for four five months. so what happened i had to help my mother because she's older and you know she's given me human birth and i have some responsibilities because i uh, unfortunately i don't have my father i don't have my brother i have one sister who's working and situation was like that so what happened is um, 